Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's the new year. It's the first hump day of the year, January 4th. My name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you to the show. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Wendy is here today to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order, or feel free to check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click. You can click on the products tab, and you can take a look at all the coins we have available for you, whether they're gold, silver. They're there for you. The prices are there for you. You feel free to buy them. It's as easy as point and click. Also, you can get the news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. The show, once again, is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. He's the man who grinds it out daily, starting somewhere around 5.30 in the morning here, Mount Standard Time, which is Arizona time right now. And he just grinds it out to get you the news and keep you in the know and then delivers economics with attitude. Joe Jaquint, hump day, man. Happy to you. I know. You know what? Because we weren't here Monday. Too fast for hump day, right? right. It just throws you off. I am. I mean, I'm off my game. I admit it. I, I was telling Ramon as I was, uh, we're getting ready for the show, and I'm just like, I'm behind. I'm behind, and doesn't. No matter how much I do, I don't seem to be able to catch up. It here at the beginning of the year. Yesterday, I said, you know what? I think maybe we're going to have those metals plans all out by Friday. I, don't, I wasn't lying. I really thought we were going to be able to. Uh, that is, that's not going to happen. I. You know what? It's quite a shipping process. It, it, here was part of the problem is, you know, I have the list, right? Wendy gives me the list and, and, and all the plans, and I've got it all set it up, and I kind of have, uh, you know, these d- divisions. So the here's all the people that do $100 a month. So so every quarter it's 300 bucks. Right, and then here's all the people. There's uh, and I and, and by I guess by popularity. So there's the hundred, then a hundred and fifty, which is about four hundred and fifty bucks, and then two hundred dollars a month is about six hundred bucks, and then three, four, five. So really, one hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. We have a a lot of people that do those amounts. Sure, and it's very nice that they can do that. And and so I. I you know, I set it all up, right? Okay, this is what I'm going to have for the hundreds, the two hundreds, three hundreds, four hundred, five hundreds, and and I was all like, okay, I think we're going to be able to, you know, because we can ship, you know, probably doable in a day, thirty, maybe forty, and then it's just it's overwhelming after that. We could box up more, but you'd be at the post office forever. And what I didn't know on this list that I had is uh, there was a a front and a back. And I'm like, who does that anymore? You don't do front and backs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And when it's like, uh, turn it over, dummy. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I, I knew we had a lot of people in the program, but I was, wow, there was a lot more than I thought. That's exciting. So that was a, it was a good thing and a bad thing. Um, so what I essentially what I'm telling you is is by the middle of next week they'll all be out. 
We're gonna need. Yay! We're gonna need Yay, more, more days. It's and, like an extended Christmas season for those on the metal plan. And, and and if you haven't signed up for the plan, you know I, a lot of people are. They like to start at the beginning of quarters. I don't know why. So usually our biggest sign up periods are that first month of the quarter. So January is the start of a new quarter. Uh, it, it is, you know, and I don't want to chew my own horn, but it's the best program out there. There's not a better one out there. Uh, you you simply pick the amount. The minimum is a hundred bucks a month. You decide any day between the first and the twenty eighth of the month. You pick it. What day of the month do you want us to to uh, take out the funds? You leave a debit card or a credit card on file with us, and then four times a year we ship. And you're going to pay the lowest prices. And that's the best part about it. Because usually, you know, and, and people know this, and if you're buying just a small amount, you usually pay a higher price than the guy that's buying what? In volume. You know, why, why is Sam's Club, uh, so Costco, so so popular? Well, they sell it to you in bulk, right? Well, so you I, can buy it for a little less. I thought it was their hot dogs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess, you know what? Speaking of that, I give those guys credit. I don't know. They probably lose money on that. They, I mean, a dollar fifty for that hot dog. Hot and dog a and, a, and a drink. I, I don't think they do. But anyway, uh, you decide the amount. We ship it four times a year because we pull it all together. We make these huge buys, and and it's just so neat. And and it's just a, it's a great program. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, you go out to our website and click the, what do we call it, the button, the medals program button. And listen, there are no fees. There's no setup fees. If you need to take a month off, we had a person, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll use an example. You know what, it was after the holidays here and and uh, somebody had spent, maybe went, bought a few pre- a couple presents too many and said, hey, can I just hold off? You bet. No problem. What does that cost? Nothing. You can cancel it. You can stop the program at any time. Doesn't cost a thing. You can up your amount. As Doesn't a, cost a thing. As opposed to calling your credit card or some customer service with any purchase you've ever made. Well, I'm sorry, there's a processing fee. Right. The only fee really is the shipping fee. That's it. And we try to keep that as low as possible as well. So if you want to learn more about that, go out to allamericangold.com, click on the medals program, uh, and, and, and you'll be able to uh, read all about it. If you have any questions, obviously, uh, give us a call. Or if you're looking to sign up today, give us a call. Uh, but I do apologize. But I promise by next week they'll all be out. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a lot of data out today. We'll want to talk about that next. Double J and the Love Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, as we're kicking off 2017. Uh, gold's up again today, up uh, been up about three, four bucks all morning long right now, $1,165. Silver is higher as well. It's up about, and it's been up between six and eight, six, eight, ten cents, uh, $16.47. We had car sales out today. Uh, they were hoping for a record. Looks like it's going to be close. 
I don't know if it's official yet or not, but it looked like they were short as sales. Car sales have been falling here at the end of the year, uh, and and everybody's admitted obviously that uh, this may be the the high water mark. Whether it was this year or last year, uh, the high water mark sales are slowing down, and and you know really the problem they're just so expensive, and they you know and the the loan terms. Uh, unless you're renting, i.e. leasing, right, which is really just nothing more than you're renting a car, uh, 7-, 8-year car loans is now the norm. And, and what they're worried about is over the last two or three years, hey, a lot of people bought cars, and we may now have to wait another, what, two, three, four, five years before, <laughs> right, before the end of these loans. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see, you know, Ford with plans yesterday announcing uh, the cancellation of their plant in Mexico, saying that it wasn't Donald Trump, that it was simply, hey, we don't see the demand that's going to be there. Either way, not a good sign. You know, read into it whatever you want. I still believe there's a Trump effect. I think think there's a Trump effect to it, but I mean, there's a lot of people that are out there simply saying, don't say this is credited to Trump. Right. But but the, the the only response I have to that is, don't kid yourself. There's an effect here. There's an effect, and they're going, wait a minute. Say we spend $1.6 billion on building a plant there, and then all of a sudden it costs us this, the taxes you were talking about or the tariffs or the, the to bring them back over. Hey, listen, Ford, I'll give Ford some credit. Let's just say they were not going to do it anyway. Okay, let's just say that was true, whether, we, whether that was or wasn't. After Trump blasted General Motors, that's a pretty good way to come back. Hey, by the way, we're not building this plan here. Let's get on his good Let's side. Get on, Let's right. get on his good Let's side. Let's get some and, rowdy points going. Because I don't like the idea of losing money. And then the other big piece of economic data was uh, homes. And again, rising rates is not good for home sales. Just not. It's actually not good for car sales. Right? Because it costs more. Uh, mortgage applications, it was down double digits, down 12%. Uh, and, and, of course, refinancing has come to a halt now uh, because, you know, let's face it, that's been a, a big game. People have been able to, I guess, try to supplement the income. Right, let's just say you've been paying on a house five, six, seven years. Well, if you refinance it into a 30-year again, right, hey, you lowered your payment. Of course, the loan goes back to 30 years a lot of times. Uh, but but even if it didn't, you could lower it by by saving on the interest rate, and now that has gone away. Uh, so there is a big drop there. Uh, the other one is, you know, we ended the year. And I've been telling you about how when they tell us what the debt number is, that they they lie, and 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 really, unfortunate. That's what it is. It's not like a mistruth or they just simply lie about it. So I didn't do this. Somebody else did it. And I was just smart enough to to steal it. On the last day of two thousand and fifteen. We're going to use the Treasury's own numbers, okay? The debt was $18,900,000. Now, 
$922 billion, 179 million, blah, blah, blah. So it was $18.9 trillion the last day in December of 2015. The last day for the government debt, and I told you, just like I thought, the debt did drop below, back below the $20 trillion because of quarterly taxes. But here was the last day's number, according to our own government. $19 trillion. Nine hundred seventy-six billion eight hundred twenty-six million. Now I don't have enough fingers and toes, but nineteen point nine minus eighteen point nine. I know is like, hey, okay, there's that's one. Of course, one rent meaning one trillion, right? The actual number was one trillion. $54 billion. So if you just took the government, forget about fiscal year. In one calendar year, the United States, from December of, 20, essentially January 1st of 2016 to, to, to the last day of December of, of that same year, we ran a, de- a deficit of a trillion $54 billion, trillion dollars. Now, not a single number that they put out on TV, that they talk about on your mainstream media, right, when you, your local news anchor, when, when and rarely do they ever talk about it, they do mention it. Have you ever heard that number? Uh, that'd be no, Bob. That'd be no. But yet, that's the truth. And I'm going to tell you that in the next 10 years, that number will never be less than that, ever. I don't know if after that. I mean, I I don't know how we, I want to say ever until we change the money, and then they'll call it something else. But we sit here and we talk about the Federal Reserve just raised rates. But yet we spent a trillion dollars more than we took in. A trillion. We went over 200 years as a country before we got to a trillion dollars. Now we do it every single year. And so when I sit there and I tell you Deficit's not going to be $30 trillion in 10 years. It's not. It's going to be 40 And then you start thinking about, are we in this era now? I just saw in the paper, I don't know if you saw this, they're, they're talking about oil. Again, you know, oil is running again. It's in the mid-50s, 55, 56, 57. And they're saying that gasoline's going to be between two and a half and three and a half dollars a gallon again. And and we're starting to see and we talked about home prices, you know, they're they're saying that it's all time highs, car prices, all time highs, right? We we, we, we we go out and and we had nineteen states raise the minimum wage starting uh on the first of the year. 
sure did. Arizona, by the way, we had one of the large. I think percentage-wise, we were number one. We had the largest increase percentage-wise. Something like a twenty. I think it was like twenty-four, twenty-five percent. Does that mean we were the lowest paying? We were. Yeah, we are. We are kind of near the bottom. Okay. We are kind of near the bottom, and and of course, down to ten bucks. We were at. Uh, we were at a fast food place yesterday. Just a simple, you know, the combo meal. Nine bucks. Right, it was $8.89 for me. Uh, I chose to order also a side of cheese balls, and that pushed me over to about twelve fifty. $12.50. $12.50 with the cheese balls. Ridiculous. And so I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, I just paid $9. Okay. And, and that was, and, and, and folks, understand what we're saying. We're t- they call that it was the a sandwich. Value meal. The value meal, yeah. French fries, a burger, and the drink. Right. Okay? I didn't supersize it, didn't do anything like that. Hey, throw in some cheese ball. I almost hit $13. And I'm like, that's an hour's worth of work. And then I'm thinking, what if you had your wife and your two kids there? Can you imagine not being able to go to fast food and getting out of there for less than $30? But you forget, I remember when, and this was, I was driving, okay? And you know, when you're when you're 16, 17, 18, that was the cool thing. Hey, we're going we're gonna to drive to Burger King or McDonald's or whatever it was. But I remember Burger King used to sell, it was three for a dollar. Three burgers for a dollar. Back in my hometown, we had the AC Greasy, which was the Arctic Circle. Do you guys have those where you were from? I don't think I... Arctic Circle Burger Joint. We called it the AC Greasy, man. Same thing. Three burgers for a buck. And Three I remember a buck. After, after wrestling practice, after grinding it out. After sweating, football or they, basketball, they, right? You, you know, that's what you did. Place out and, and they were busy, and it was uh, a patty, a bun, maybe a pickle, and some mayo. Right. Boom, you were Boom, right. right. Yeah, three for a buck. Three for a buck. Me and my three buddies went in there, and we, it was give us twelve burgers. And we're not talking sliders here. Twelve, bur- yeah, the burgers were bigger, they were bigger. Than, than what they are today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I'm like, how did we go from that? Right, it wasn't even five bucks. Me and my three buddies. After tax, five bucks, you got some change back. Not a lot, but you got some. Hey, listen, the days of five dollar foot long are gone. Remember that song? Oh, right, that's gone too. Five dollar right? foot long. So six dollars. Subway sandwich. It's seven bucks. <laughs> seven? When you throw in you're at oh, for six eighty nine, you can get yourself a half a sandwich or a foot long sandwich. You know, of the days of a five dollar foot long gone, I don't think you'll ever hear that 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 slogan again. Sears announced today they're closing more stores. Macy's announced they're closing 100 stores. Did you see what JCPenney's doing to save money? JCPenney's is selling their corporate office. Their headquarters. Right, in in Plano, Texas. They got like... I don't even know how many acres. Over four hundred acres. This uh, this monstrosity sits on. And well, and and they sold it all, and they're going to rent it back. And, and you're sitting here and you're thinking to yourself, "What? How long is this game going to go on?" 
And it just costs so much money now to do things. And it's, it's incredible uh, when you think about what, what's going to be, what's lying in he- ahead of us. You know, just one year, every household in the country needed to, so how, how, how do we close the trillion? Okay, and it's never going to be that little again. But here's a, I'm going to, now Homer's not great at math. Okay, <laughs> he's not. He really, really wants not to good he, at he, he, He's really, he's right though. Go ahead. One trillion dollars. One trillion dollars. Okay. All right. Just the households. Okay. The households, so you like your house, that's one household, my household, Wendy's household, all the households in the country. How much would each household have to pay to get that to zero? My goodness, uh, I don't know. I know there, what, what is there, 360 million people in the country? 320 million people, but we're talking households. households. So right. I'm sitting here going, okay, how many households are there? And we're talking a trillion. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I don't even want to sit ball with you because I don't want to embarrass myself, which I already am with a pretty good you, Come on, you can do it. Just, just tell us. Just, I want you to take a guess. No. Don't know. Don't know. Think about that. I'll give you the answer when we come back. HR Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Hillary Clinton's reported vote total in California was constantly changing, even weeks after the election. So Donald Trump's skepticism about the popular vote total is healthy. A look at many rules in California, which are rejected by nearly every other state, illustrates why California's vote should not dictate the future of our country. For starters, California continues to accept mailed-in ballots, lacking safeguards against voter fraud, for many, many days after the rest of the country voted on Election Day. How many of these mailed-in ballots, not received until long after the election, are the result of fraud? California does not require any photo identification or comparable verification before allowing someone to cast a ballot. This is in contrast to states that do have safeguards against voting by imposters, and most of the voter ID states were carried by Trump. California is one of only three states that allow convicted felons to vote while sitting behind bars. In most other states, murderers and rapists are denied the ability to influence the outcome of an election even after they have been released from jail, unless they go through a process to have their voting rights restored. California harbors illegal aliens in far greater numbers than other states, with several major cities designated as sanctuary cities. In 2013, the California legislature even passed a law to allow illegal aliens to serve on juries, in contrast with all other states, although it was vetoed by the governor. In addition, California did not allow any Republican to be on the general election ballot for U.S. Senate this year, due to an unusual process that eliminated the Republican candidate in the primary. Given a choice between two liberal Democratic minority females, California's U.S. Senate race was more like something found in Cuba or other one-party systems. 
Many local races in California also reflected a one-party system where voters were given a choice between two different members of the Democratic Party, both who generally supported the same political positions. While Californians could vote for Donald Trump for president, many voters in this broken state could not vote for a Republican candidate in many other key races in the general election. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Want to join the spirited debate over issues you care about? At PSEagles.com, conservative strategists are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and other issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments at PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. And the question was, how much does that really cost us? Just, and, I, and, and I'm not saying to pay, pay anything down. Just to keep it where it is. And that would be assuming what? No more spending, right? Spending stays where it's at. The debt doesn't get any bigger. Of course, now that interest rates have gone up, it automatically gets bigger. But but set all that to the side. What would it cost every household in the country to get that number to be in balance? During Barack Obama's eight years, the federal debt has risen from ten trillion six hundred twenty-six billion on his inauguration day, January twentieth, two thousand and nine. And let's just say, you know what? It's going to be so close. Let's just give him the ten trillion bucks during his eight years. The federal deficit from Inauguration Day to the day Trump gets inaugurated is essentially Barack Obama will have added $10 trillion, of course, and our elected officials, to the national debt. How much does it cost each household? And the answer is actually a pretty simple, well, it's not a simple one. It's a pretty, it's pretty hard to understand. Because in order to get this down to nothing, every household in the country got to pony up an extra $10,000. That's not to pay any of down, any of the $20 trillion. But that's just to get it in balance, to stop it from going any higher. Now, I want you to think about where you live. Of course, you rural people, think about the big towns. Think about every apartment that somebody lives in, every home that somebody lives in. And then just start going 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand. 10 grand, 10 grand. 
every single year. And then you start to understand. Now, I want you to think about this. Go 20 grand. 20 grand in a, in a household. How much would you have to raise taxes to get to that number? How many cuts to Social Security would we have to endure to get to these numbers? And most of you, if you're like me, you're saying, that's impossible. 70% of the people that have a job make less than 50000 so we're not going to get 20000 from them. Think about the 45 million people on food stamps. You going to get twenty grand from them? You think they got that? No problem. Hey, hey let me go down to the, to the EBT place, and, and I'll get you your twenty grand. And then I start asking you the question. Why are you not preparing? This was the, this 10 trillion? I don't want to say it was the good 10 trillion. Because really, the good 10 trillion was the, when we went from 1 trillion to 10. That was the good part. And really, go back to 1971. The, but the, the total national debt was $400 billion. So we're going to add $20 trillion since 1971. And I'm telling you, that first $10 trillion, it felt pretty good. Felt pretty good. Didn't it feel good? I mean, we had some good years in there. Felt good, just like a new I year. mean, we had some good years. Right? They were good. Right? We like Ronald Reagan, right? Ronald Reagan, yeah, make America great again, right? Ronald Reagan. Of course, their plan was what? Hey, if we give all our crap away, will you guys buy all this debt? Right? That was the first real good period. But that first huge round of debt felt really good. And then the uh, Clinton years, that felt good. We even pretended that we didn't increase the debt a few years. And then, of course, the dot-com bubble, it came and popped. But then we had the great housing market. Remember those years? Man, those were good years. Weren't those good years? I mean, 03, 04, 05. Your $150,000 house became worth 500000 Those are good years. That boy's good. And, of course, the whole time, just piling on the debt and piling on the debt and piling on the debt, right? And I'm not even talking about the unfunded parts. I'm not talking about what's on the Fed's balance sheet. I'm not talking about what the debt all the states and cities and counties are carrying on. But now this ten trillion this last ten trillion hadn't felt so good, has it? 
eight years, we doubled the debt. If you would categorize how these last eight years have been, you're like, oh, I've had better eight years. Right? I mean, I think all of us would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. But the other thing that I sit there and wonder about in in this debt doubling, the debt doubling, is how is it we could spend so much more after going through a devastating recession and bailing out all these banks and all these things? Is there a correlation there? And this is the part, and Homer probably doesn't even know it, but this is the part you need to get ready for. What is the effect of what it was that they did? They just spent $10 trillion. And we spent way more than that. The Fed's balance, throw another $4 trillion off from the Fed, and, right, and it goes on and on, and right? But what is going to be the effect of that? This is what we're going to talk about next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. So what is going to happen? And why is it that they pretend that they don't see it? And make no mistakes about it. They already know. And when I say they, who am I talking about? I'm talking about the government. I'm talking about the central banks. They already know. It's unpayable now. It's just going to get more unpayable later. Think about this. What would be the interest payment on the debt if the Fed's rate was only 4%? And I say only because historically, that's a low number. We're only at half of a percent right now. At $20 trillion, you'd be talking an extra trillion dollars in interest alone. At $40 trillion, which it's going to be in 10 years, you're talking about adding an extra $2 trillion to the debt alone. On top of the trillion and $2 trillion and $3 trillion that we're going to be running. That's not total. That's extra. So what I'm saying to you this year, if the Fed's funds rate was at 4%, with any other period in American history, would be called historically low up until the turn of this century, We wouldn't have went a trillion dollars into debt. We would have went two trillion dollars into debt. And I'm warning you now, and you're starting to see it, we talked about a combo meal. Prices are starting to really get out of control. And when you really read all of the economics books, 
some of them written by Janet Yellen herself. They all have all of these warnings about what happens when you create too much money. Let me let me keep it really simple for you. If we produce too much of something, pick it, apples, oranges, soybeans, soybeans, what happens to the price? Think about at the store, Macy's, great example. Why are they closing 100 stores? Sales, right? Well, we got all this stuff. We just don't have enough people to buy the stuff. So we got to mark it down to get rid of it. We got to sell it at a loss to get rid of it. The same is true about your money. The more that needs to be created, the less it's worth. This is why they hate gold. They don't hate gold because they don't think it's pretty. They hate gold because it reminds everybody of what they're really doing. You know when they talk about inflation? You know my example. In in high school, after basketball practice, in my 1977 Chevy Malibu, Okay. Classic. <laughs> yeah, hardly that. <laughs> this thing was a tank on wheels. Three hamburgers for a dollar. Do you know that when they talk about inflation, that number isn't doesn't even count? They only go back fifteen years and they start from there. So now in twenty seventeen rolls around, they only go back to two thousand two. They just make their rules up. They just make it up. Well, because if we went back to when we went off the gold, then that'd be bad. And so now, when you think about what is really going to happen, and gold shows you signs, right, at the height of the Wall Street's not going to open and all the bailouts and and all of that stuff, right? You all saw it. You'd go weeks and months without any silver, weeks and months with limited gold supplies, and the price was going crazy. And then they figured out, okay, we got to just print a lot more money to fix it all. And until when? Well, until the next time it becomes unfixable. And in the meantime, they've set up all of these rules. Why didn't they break up the banks? Have you ever really asked yourself that? Why didn't they just break them up? Um, There's a reason they didn't. Because the system can't function without these mega banks. They have to have them. Why do you think they put in all these rules? And really, when you read the rule, not the headline, the actual law that was written, 
you actually find out that most of really what they've done is put restrictions on your ability to get to your own money. And one of the great stores of value, cash, which wasn't a store of value, but a way to get out of the system, is now getting in what? A full assault. And it's not because of terrorism. It's because they know what's coming next. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment. Final segment on a Wednesday, on a hump day. I was always going to say Tuesday, but then I remembered it's Wednesday. So I'm just asking a simple question. Why didn't they break them up? Remember, it was too big to fail. Systemic risk. All that mumbo-jumbo. And then why, after spending tens of trillions of dollars, they enacted all of these laws, or rules, or whatever you want to call them, that prevent you from getting to your money? And the answer really is simple. They have no intention of allowing you to keep it. It was just like in 1933 when they turned their gold in. That was it. The money died that day. 90 days later, the price of gold almost doubled. Now they're going to do it with Federal Reserve notes. And the first thing they got to do is make sure they get it all in there. Banning cash. And then they're going to go to what? An electronic credit. And who knows what are you going to go, what the exchange rates are going to be. They're going to go in and they got the special drawing rights of the IMF, which will allow every country to set their own exchange rate to buy everything. So they can control and have the ultimate of power. And they can devalue quickly and easily. And really, at the end of the day, we're the ones that pay the ultimate price. And for those people that walk around, you know, I know you got your Capital One card in your wallet. And you're walking around with your 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 IRA. And you're sitting there and you're going, I've got $500,000 or three hundred or 400000 I've got them. And you think you've got a ton of money. You don't. And in the next 10 years, you're going to find out exactly how little you're going to have. And the answer really will be is how much did you prepare? Those that prepared better are going to do better, and those that didn't prepare at all are going to have a really hard time. But just like everything else, there's nothing you're going to do about it. Well, I'm not turning my money in. Yeah, you are. But if there's even any money left to turn in, this is where we come in. This is when you start putting it away. This is why they hate gold, because gold really, truly is money. When gold is money, there's no inflation. 
deficits are almost non-existent. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it is the true store of value. And when your country, when your currency collapses, right? It's the money, as Alan Greenspan said, it's the money of last resort. Uh, quick look here at the markets: gold's up four right now, eleven sixty-six and change. Silver's up uh, ten, call it eleven cents now, sixteen fifty-one. Today, uh, you know what? I want everyone to kick off the new year in a bang. U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces, twelve hundred seventy-five bucks. I've only got 30 of them, 800-951-0592. It's like $109 over spot. Take advantage of that. Everybody have a great rest of your hump day. We'll see you tomorrow.